Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. So fresh starts. Now, a lot of people talk a lot about fresh starts when a new year rolls around, don't they? New Year's resolutions, you've heard about that. And uh, I'm going to resolve to do this new thing. And it's interesting with New Year's resolutions, a lot of, it's, it can, a lot of people are a little bit uh, skeptical about them because they've tried them and three days later it's all over. But uh, I've heard of a few New Year's resolutions that, uh, that people have made. Here's, here's an interesting one. It says like New Year's resolution someone made. I'm going to start washing my hands after using the toilet. <laughs> we, we hope that one stuck. We hope that the... Still doing that. Um, here's another one here. I'm going to lose just enough weight so that my gut doesn't jiggle when I brush my teeth. It's <laughs> a good, good. Here's another one here. It's like someone that really wanted to help people in their community. I'm going to follow joggers around in my car, blasting Eye of the Tiger for encouragement. <laughs> and I think this is a good one. This, I like this one. Like, be more awesome than last year. Why not? So, but with the time of lockdown and disruption, you know, many people are thinking about fresh starts. Uh, you know, life has been given a big jolt, and, and everywhere people are rethinking like a lot about life, and like, oh, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been working too hard, and this made me realise I'm slowing down. It seems to be good for me. I might need to change a few things, or you know, it's been good having some more family time than I used to have, and I like that. I, maybe I could change a few things and, and figure out how to do that, build a bit more of that into my life. And uh, Other people are like, hey, like, interesting, like working from home, it hasn't really affected my productivity too much. Maybe I could talk to my boss and see if I can do a little bit more of that. And um, some, some things have been forced upon people. Some pe- and sadly, some people's you know, relationships haven't survived lockdown. And, uh, and some people have been, you know, get out of lockdown, they've been kicked out of, out of home, and it's um, they're starting afresh, um, being alone. So that, but fresh starts, it's a time where everyone's thinking about, like, you know, do we need to do something different? Now, there's, there's an encounter that's recorded in the Bible where Jesus offers an invitation to the ultimate fresh start. I mean, and what could be a bigger fresh start than starting life all over again? So let's look at the scene. We'll see how this conversation unfolds. But before we do, just love to pray. And uh, wherever you are, why don't you just still our hearts and, uh, and join with me. So God, fresh starts. Is, we, we read of fresh starts in a number of places through the story of your people and your scriptures and through the history of your people. You are a God that invites us into fresh starts, and that's a good thing. I just pray this morning, God, you'd open our hearts. Each one of us, God, is, is on our own journey in life. And as we as we head on to, into that journey, we head down the path that is our life. God, different things happen to different one of us. We're made differently you know, in different seasons in life. And 
and this is an unusual time. And God, I pray that wherever we are, whatever's going on in our lives, whatever's happening in our spiritual journey, like God, that this morning you would speak to us. You would speak to our heart and plant your words into us that would lead us into your fresh start for us. Amen. Right. And if you want to find this account in the Bible, the one we're going to start with is in the Gospel of John, John chapter 3. And there's this guy that we're going to meet called Nicodemus. And he comes to talk to Jesus. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Nicodemus. He's Nicodemus. I think it's just Nicodemus. That was just a stutter, okay? Um, you guys are... Lo- we're going live, eh? We can't edit that out. That's, that's there. That's, that's stuck. All right. So this guy, Nicodemus, he's, he was a big gun. Like, he was a big gun. He's a Pharisee. So the Pharisees were a Jewish movement, and they worked very, very hard to interpret their scriptures into what it means in everyday life. But they would take it to the extreme. Every single little thing about life, they would be saying, like, here's what we need to do. So there's rules for rules for rules. And they were meticulous. Small, and there's small religious duties as well as the large ones. Now, they, they did this one with sincerity because they believed this was the way to live a holy life and to be pure and to please God. So they did it with a good intent. But, and uh, interesting, so there is something you may not know, but their beliefs, the Pharisees, were the, uh, the, the group of uh, the sect, I guess, of, uh, of the Jews that uh, came right through history and is the basis for the present-day Orthodox Judaism. So that's come through from that. So all of the foundations of that and the liturgy and the ritual is all come through from the Pharisees. So... The thing is that with you, when you have rules for every little aspect of life, it, it actually robs you of your freedom. You, don't you find that as like, you know, remember back to school and you had to do everything, you had to do what you're told and everything, and it just sort of felt like, it's just like, mm. But I'm sure no one um, disobeyed the rules at school. So, uh, but then they, and so Nicodemus is coming to talk to Jesus, the Son of God, and Jesus was sent to humanity to lead them into freedom as God had always intended. And so this is going to get interesting. You've got the Pharisee, loves the rules. You've got Jesus inviting people into the freedom that God has for people. So, and, and Nicodemus too, he's not just a regular Pharisee. He's, we read that he was a member of the Jewish ruling council. So like I said, he's a, he's a big dog. He's a big gun. And uh, he's like... He's like a church pastor with his own TV show. Like everyone would know know who he is. You know, walk around town that oh yeah, it's Nicodemus. Like, you know, big guy. So, and one more thing about Nicodemus is his name, Nicodemus, means victory of the people. So how would you like that for a name? It's like you imagine his parents. You know, Nick, he's just been born. What should we call our son? Dear. You know, well, you know, the popular names these days of William and. Logan and Liam and you know, maybe maybe Oliver and then no, hey, hey, how about this? Why don't we call him Victory of the People? <laughs> it's going, oh yes, dear, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And and like, and just, like when Nicodemus was born, 
Israel was under Roman rule. And so, like, the parents obviously had high hopes for their son, you know, big ambitions, like, maybe our guy, we're going to call him victory of the people, he's going to lead Israel out from under the, the, uh, the Roman Empire, uh, drive the Roman Empire out from their land. So, so Nicodemus, or victory of the people, let's just call him Nick, so we, let's go with Nick from now on, okay, so Nick, he hears about Jesus, he sees that Jesus was bold. Jesus didn't shy away from speaking God's truth to people, whether they were uh, hold, the holy people, the, the God's people, or whether they were people that were far away from him. So he saw that people were being miraculously healed by Jesus. He saw that people had evil spirits being cast out of them. Uh, and, and, and Nick, as we've looked at, he's someone that wanted to please God. And he figured out, you know, God is with Jesus. And he wanted to learn more. And remember that Nick is someone that sincerely wants to get his spiritual life right. So he's looking at his own life. He's looking at Jesus. He sees God is with Jesus. And he's wanting to like, there's something going on here. I need to learn. So, um, So then we read that Nick, he comes to see Jesus at night. So he's not quite... Brave enough to like be seen seeing Jesus in the daytime. It's like he comes and sees him at night. So he's a little like, I want to find out, but like, I don't really want to be associated with this guy doing it on the sneakies. So let's, uh, let's read this. So he says this to Jesus. Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the signs you're doing if God were not with him. So that's what we, what is recorded as the conversation starting. And Jesus, it's like he knows what Nick is there for. And he goes, like, we're not going to beat around the bush here. We're not going to do the small talk here. Jesus goes straight into it. And he says this, Nick, here's the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And Nick, he starts thinking about this. Like, he knows how babies get born. He understands some physiology here. And he starts trying to picture this. He's like... Right. He's like... So, Jesus, so, like, like I'm grown up now. Um, I'm a lot bigger than I was when I was born. Like... Surely you're not asking me to enter my mother's womb again and be born for a second time? Uh, Very confused, Nick. And Jesus says, Nick, I know that you want to know God. I know that's why you're here. That's why you've come to see me. You have seen something of the goodness and the wonder of God in me, and it has made you thirsty for more of God in your own life. So here's the deal. No one can enter God's kingdom unless you are born both naturally and spiritually. God's spirit gives birth to your spirit and it comes alive. And he goes on, Nick, you shouldn't be surprised about this. About this time, Nick's probably thinking like, man, I'm getting a hard time here. I don't know if I, this, is, this isn't going how I thought. He says, Nick, you shouldn't be surprised by this. You've spent your life learning about God. You know that God's spirit is like the wind. It blows where it pleases and it doesn't follow patterns or your rules. And Nick's 
response. It's just, it's great. It's like, what? <laughs> like, how? It's like, like you read it, it's like, like what, what on earth are you talking about? Like, how does this all work? It's, he thought he was coming and he's going to get some things and he's just, it's just blown his mind. Like, what is all this? And Jesus is like, yeah, Nick, you're one of the religious leaders, one of their teachers. How can you not understand? There is so much I could teach you, but you are only ready for one thing. So here it is. And we get to this famous scripture, John 3.16. And I'm going to read it from the Message Bible this morning. Nick, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why. So that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to him. And, and that's where the record of that conversation finishes. It just, it just stops there. We don't have a record of Nick saying anything else or how this meeting ended. But we do hear about Nick again. And we're going to get onto that a little bit later. But Jesus was saying to Nick, and he, in the same way he says to all of us, like, if you want the ultimate fresh start, one that will lead to life right now and tomorrow and the rest of the year and for your whole life and into the next life, here it is. Believe in God. Believe in me, Jesus is saying. Believe. And this believing, it's, it's not just a, an intellectual agreement. And that's what the word we think of when we uh, hear the word believe. It's just like intellectually agreeing. It comes from, it's this Greek word, Greek word, pistuio, which means, it means have faith in, be persuaded by, have confidence in, to trust, to give oneself up to. It's so much more. It's giving of yourself, trusting in God. And he says, that's the fresh start that is available to you, Nick. He's saying this to Nick, who is, would be seen as one of the, the spiritual leaders of the whole uh, city. He's saying the God-infused life is here for us if we put our faith and our trust and confidence in Jesus. Going to read another story of an invitation to a fresh start with our relationship with God. After Jesus' death and resurrection, Jesus had said to all of his followers, okay, like, don't leave Jerusalem, but wait. Wait for what God has promised, and you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And they're like, cool, like, whatever that is, um, but it sounds good. And so they, and then we read in Acts 2 that they were praying that they were together. And God's Holy Spirit engaged with them in a way that was audible, visible, physiological, and powerful. 
God's Spirit came in there and so many, and so many they could hear, they could see, it affected them. And then they began speaking in languages that they hadn't learned. And they made such a racket that people came to see what was going on. Like, imagine, like, I don't know how far away your house is from the rest of the neighbors' houses, but you'd have to be pretty loud to get your neighbors coming running. Like, <laughs> it's like, just like us this morning when the worship team was going, we were making a good racket, um, praising God. And, but people came to see what was going on, and there were foreigners there, people that had come from other nations that spoke different languages, and they were there, and they're going like, I can hear these people praising God in my own language. Like, and they were like, what? These are just country folk. These aren't educated people that have learnt languages. And a lot of confusion there, a lot of noise, a lot of action. And then some people, they just started joking and saying, oh, they must be drunk. They must be like... Um, just, you know, got on the happy juice a little bit uh, too much. And, and uh, this is what happens. And Peter, if you know anything of the, the, the scriptures and you've got the apostle Peter and Peter's personality, he's always this guy who's quite spontaneous and just jumps in. Doesn't sort of, it's like act now, think later kind of a guy. And um, I think we've all got people we know like that. But Peter, the spontaneous, big personality guy, when he hears that, like, oh, they're all just drunk, and he jumps up, no, we're not drunk. This is the power of God. And you guys need to hear this. It's time for a fresh start. He's just into it. It's time for a fresh start. It's like, this is, he's like, this is God's spirit poured out, as was prophesied by the prophet Joel. This is the spirit. It's in the scriptures. This is it. And God is empowering us because we put our trust in Jesus and it's the Jesus that you guys killed. It's like, Peter's like, man, he's in there, right? He's in there. He's like smacking these guys. It's like, and all his friends are going like, <laughs> like we're glad Peter's up there. Um, but he's like, this is God. God's with us. He's empowering us. And he carries on. So if you want to get right with God, Here's what you have to do. If you want a fresh start, here is what you need to do. He says, change your life. Turn to God. Turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus so your sins are forgiven and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Pretty good sermon for like just jumping up. Like one minute, he's just hanging out with the, 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 all of the disciples of Jesus, the followers of Jesus. They're waiting. We just know that there's this Holy Spirit is going to be poured out on us. And, uh, and then this thing happened that, caught, you know, they were all like, whoa. And like Peter, without notes, without his iPad, he's just up there and he's going like, here's, here's what you need to, and you read. So like a lot more to that uh, than I just read here. But he says, it's time for a fresh start. You guys, if you guys want this, you, it's, it's here for you, for those that are near and for those that are far away. Peter implores him. He says, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Or as it says in the Message Bible, which I think we can kind of relate to this a bit more, get out of this sick and stupid culture while you can. Change your life and turn to God. Find life-giving forgiveness. Your sin forgiven. God will do this. You can walk free from guilt and shame and and the chains of all of the rules that have just tied you up in knots. 
God loves you and wants to set you on the path called life. And I know that, that many of us here, many of us that are here and many that are watching, you know, we have chosen to put our trust in Jesus. But, you know, life has this way of kind of distracting us or numbing us or enticing us or pulling us away from the source of life that we really need and that we really want. You know, a life of believing in God, you know, where we have faith in God, where we are persuaded by God, where we have confidence in God, where we trust in God, where we give ourselves up fully to God. And, you know, we may have drifted there over over the last few months or years or maybe just even over lockdown or, or after lockdown. And so this is the Sunday of Fresh Starts and I just want to invite every one of us today to say yes to this invitation of Jesus. Now be born again. Be born from above. Be born of the Spirit you know, let the Spirit of God breathe life into our spirits and let's give ourselves to God. And whether it's for the very first time, woo, this, is a, this is a day. Or whether it's for the hundredth time, which is like the be born again, again. Um, let's say yes to God this morning. So if you want a fresh start with God this morning, pray with me. Let's turn our hearts towards God and pray with me. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you are the God of the fresh start. And whether this, we've never known you, God, or whether we've known you and drifted away, or whether we've just it's a season where of, of confusion or tiredness and we just feel a little like, like you're not close. God, we come to you this morning and we, with absolute confidence in your love for us, we say, God, forgive us. We put our trust in you this morning. Forgive us our sins. Lead us into your light. Plant our feet on the rock that is Jesus and lead us on. We're grateful, God, that you sent your son Jesus so that whoever would put their trust in him would not be destroyed but would live forever. And that forever life starts today. We can step into that forever life today. You know, I better say amen, otherwise your eyes still might be closed. But, uh, you know, when, when God's Spirit fell on Jesus' followers that first time, they were gathered on the day of Pentecost. And Pentecost is 50 days after the Jewish people celebrated Passover. And Passover is just before Easter. And this Sunday is the closest Sunday to being 50 days after Easter. So the Christians, we call this Pentecost Sunday. This is Pentecost Sunday, this Sunday. And I'm just, again, like asking this question, do you, do you want to encounter the Spirit of God today? The Spirit of God today. The Spirit of God, is, you know, as, as we read, this, 
Jesus say, like the Spirit of God, it's like the wind. Like we, we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know where it's going. But what can we do in this wind? We can push, put the sails up. We can put our sails up, can't we? And it's my encouragement to all of us, wherever you are. And even now, even guys, even you that are here now, you may want to stand now um, and just... I just, it's, like, it's like hoisting, if you can, if you, you don't need to, if, if you'd rather not. Or maybe just hold your hands out in the expectation that God's going to give you something this morning. But I'm going to pray this morning, and I'm going to pray for everyone that is out there in internet land and the lounges and, and on the phones and the laptops and the TVs and those people that are watching this even you know later on after the live recording. Like, let's have an expectation of the, of the Spirit coming. Come, Holy Spirit. So I'm, I'm actually going to stand as well. So hopefully you're tracking with me, um, messing, messing with the camera guys. But, but Holy Spirit, we pray that you would come now. We pray that you would come. For people that have got dry, dry on the inside, God, bring the water of your Spirit, God, and bring life once again. For people that have known God, your power in their life, but it just seems to be a little absent. God, we pray, God, that you would pour your spirit on now. We, God, we pray for people that have been longing, God, for, uh, for your resurrection power to be at work more in their life, in them and through them. God, we pray, come now, Holy Spirit. God, for those that have uh, been praying, God, for revival, God, we pray, God, Bring your spirit into our, into our, into ourselves, into our families, into our homes, into our communities. God, we pray for all the churches in this area. God, we pray let your let your spirit come. As they are all praying, we're all praying on this Pentecost Sunday. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And you know, if you're meeting in, in homes and there's other people around, if, you would, if you're there and you just would like someone to pray for you, why don't you ask? Why don't you just say to them, you know what, would someone pray for me? Just You're, you're with friends. And if you're on your own, again, just feel free just in the midst of this, uh, this church service we're doing now. We're going to you know, do communion shortly and we're going to uh, and finish with a song of worship. Just continue to have an open heart to, to what, what God would want to pour into you. It was his empowering presence with the Holy Spirit of God. And I said that um, I would, um, I've got to be careful now, I've stood up, I might walk around and, uh, and uh, get out of camera, but um, I said I'd let you know about Nicodemus. And remember how he came to see Jesus at nighttime and he was sneaking around? So here's the thing. We read about Nicodemus another couple of times. And we read that when Jesus was taken down from the cross and Joseph of Arimathea asked for Jesus' body so that he could give Jesus a burial that would be honorable for the Son of God. And we read that who helps Joseph of Arimathea to take Jesus to the tomb and prepare him for burial? It's Nick out in the daylight not sneaking around at night time out in broad daylight Nick chose a fresh start he chose to be born again
thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.